Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Hello, this is Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to the Nutrition Diva podcast. And today we're taking a closer look at whether vegetarians need to mix and match their plant-based proteins to create complete proteins. One of the biggest nutrition trends right now is a move toward more plant-based or plant-forward diets. You know, the number of strict vegetarians or vegans has not actually changed all that much, but a lot more people are trying to consume fewer animal products. I'm sure you've seen the explosion of plant-based milk and meat substitutes in your local grocery stores and restaurants, and we've talked about lots of those on the podcast. At the same time, though, there's also been a lot of interest in how dietary protein affects things like satiety, weight loss, muscle building, aging, and recovery. And we've talked a lot about that research on the podcast as well. In particular, protein's role in building and preserving lean muscle, which might be particularly relevant for those who are older or recovering from an illness or injury or losing weight, because all of these circumstances carry an increased risk of muscle loss. So the collision between these two nutrition trends, plants and protein, has resurrected an old question, namely, Is it necessary to combine complementary plant proteins at the same meal in order to create a quote-unquote complete protein? Is the traditional combination of rice and beans, for example, actually grounded in nutritional necessity? Well, joining me to unpack what we do and don't know about this issue is protein researcher Douglas Padden-Jones, who runs the Nutrition and Metabolism Laboratory at the University of Texas Medical Branch in Galveston, Texas. Welcome to the podcast, Doug. Thanks, Monica. It's uh, great to finally be here on your show. Longtime listeners of the Nutrition Diva podcast are already going to be quite familiar with Doug's research because it's been the subject of at least half a dozen previous episodes. It was Doug's research, for example, that I was discussing in episode number 398 on how to slow age-related muscle loss. And then again, in episode number 448, on how to build more muscle with less protein. If you've been eating more protein at breakfast and maybe a little bit less at dinner, or you've been shooting for 25 to 30 grams of protein at every meal, well, it's probably because of Doug's research. Thanks, Monica. I have to admit, it is gratifying to hear that our messages from the earlier research still resonate. Absolutely. It takes us a while to catch up with you researchers, you know. But a lot of the research that you've done, Doug, was using 
animal proteins such as beef or eggs or whey because animal protein tends to be a higher quality source of protein. And that's not a value judgment against vegetarians. It's just a biochemical reality. Yeah, very true. And it is important to distinguish nutrition quality from protein quality. So to turn on muscle protein synthesis, which, which essentially means you know, the muscle growth and repair machinery, you really need all the essential amino acids to be available in sufficient quantities in the muscle cell you know, at the same time. Now, you can absolutely get all the essential amino, essential amino acids you need from plants, but it is hard to get them all in one plant, uh, at least in the right proportions to be most effective. You know, just as an example, uh, legumes, chickpeas, lentils, they tend to be low in methionine, one of the essential amino acids. Grains like rice or wheat, uh, they, they're a decent source of methionine, but they tend to be lower in lysine. So what that really means is if you, if you eat either of these foods by themselves, you, know, you still may be lacking one or more of the key ingredients, amino acids, that are needed to kickstart the muscle building machinery. Yeah, it's a little bit like baking, where you have to use ingredients in somewhat strict proportions in order to get good results. I mean, let's say that you have enough flour to make four loaves of bread, but only enough yeast for two loaves. Well, you're going to end up with two loaves of bread plus a bunch of leftover flour. And that's sort of where this idea of protein combining came in. By making sure to eat both legumes and grains, or maybe some other complementary pair of plant proteins at every meal, then you'd be able to use more of the amino acids to synthesize proteins and not have as many leftover unused. Yeah, exactly. Now, this, this practice of combining complementary proteins, it's existed for thousands of years in, in many cultures, you know, rice and bean dishes are the classic example. You know, but then in the, in the 1990s, the nutrition establishment uh, stepped in to say this was folklore. And as recently as you know, 2016, the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics had a position paper come out on vegetarian plant-based diets, and they, they flat out stated that uh, protein combining was unnecessary. Uh, and their premise was that the body will store unused amino acids in the liver or elsewhere for, for future use. Okay, so let's go back to our baking analogy. The idea is that if our baker ends up with a bunch of unused flour, well, he'll simply put it in the larder. And then assuming that the next grocery delivery contains some yeast, he'll get that flour back out and make the other two loaves of bread. And then any leftover yeast will be stored until more flour comes in and so on. But is there actually hard evidence to support that this is the way things work? Well, not, not really, unfortunately. If you, uh, if you do an internet search for complementary proteins or protein combining, most of the, the top couple of pages, the results dismiss the idea that it's necessary to consume complementary proteins at each meal. And, and that's what we want to challenge with our, our research. Now, a, a lot of these sources, internet sites, they, they cite a classic 1994 review paper by Vernon Young and, and Peter Pellet, both highly accomplished scientists. Um, however, their conclusion that combining proteins was unnecessary it wasn't based on a specific study, but was essentially an, an opinion based on their interpretation of some previous research. Uh, since their review was published, though, we've had a lot of new information that really wasn't available to them. Uh, just as an example, uh, studies done at UTMB 
have, have shown that it's uh, not simply the presence of amino acids in the body that triggers muscle protein synthesis, building and repair. It's the rapid increase in the amount of the essential amino acids in the blood and the muscle cell that kicks the body into the protein building mode. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. With seven drive modes, Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Okay, let me interrupt and go back to our baking analogy for a minute. So the baker's not just hanging around in the kitchen all day long. He's got better things to do. But when new supplies are delivered, that's when he's going to go to the kitchen, unpack the groceries, and start baking. Yeah, yeah. And here's another piece of interesting evidence that seems to undermine the idea that protein combining isn't necessary. So we, we know that a sudden increase in the amino acid concentration in the blood will, will trigger a burst of muscle building repair activity, you know, as long as all the necessary amino acids are, are there in sufficient quantities. You know, but after a few hours, this activity, protein synthesis, will subside, shut down, return to normal, even if there are still plenty of amino acids available lying around. Oh, well, so... In other words, regardless of how big the grocery delivery is, or even if groceries are being delivered constantly, after an hour or two, our baker is going to just turn off the oven and go read the paper until the next shift starts. Have I got that sort of right? Yeah, yeah. And all of this suggests that when it comes to muscle protein synthesis, the body can't effectively use essential amino acids that might be left over from a previous meal to, to fill in any gaps from the current meal. Okay, well, just to complete beating this dead horse, I'm going to return to my analogy one more time. It sounds like if any given grocery delivery contains enough flour for four loaves of bread, but only enough yeast for two loaves, that leftover flour is not actually going to go into the larder for the next load of groceries. It's kind of going to go into the compost. It's not exactly in the trash. It's still in the system providing some benefit, but it's just not available for future bread baking. <laughs> Right, this is a bit like uh, following a recipe. So, yeah, our, our hypothesis, which we're going to be testing in a randomized study that we're about to conduct, is that it's not enough just to get all the essential amino acids over the course of a day. So, in order to maximize muscle protein synthesis, 
you really do want to get the right proportion of all the essential amino acids at each meal. Okay, now, Doug, tell us a little bit more about how your study is designed. How are you going to test this hypothesis? Well, to to test it, we're going to recruit healthy men and women between the ages of 45 and 60, and we're going to look at the effects of four different meal plans. Now, all the the meals are going to be uh, have the same number of calories, the same energy content, the same amount of protein, which will be about 30 grams per meal. One of the meals will provide about 30 grams of a high-quality animal protein, and that'll be beef in this case, at each meal. Uh, The second meal will provide 30 grams of complementary plant-based proteins, beans plus grains. And the third meal, again, will provide the same total amount of plant-based protein, but with the beans at one meal, breakfast, for example, and the grains at another. And the the control meal, the final meal, will be a very low-protein diet with less than about five grams of protein per meal. And for each meal plan, we're going to do our standard metabolic study, muscle biopsies, blood testing, and look at the protein's ability to stimulate muscle protein synthesis. Well, as a researcher, I know you're prepared for whatever results you do get, but based on some of the previous research that you've been talking about here, I imagine you're probably expecting to see certain things. What, what do you think you're going to see from this research? Yeah, well, we expect that in, in terms of muscle protein synthesis, Uh, The meal plan where the complementary proteins are separated into different meals, rice at breakfast, beans at dinner, for example, will not be any better than the very low-protein diet. Uh, We think that the complementary plant-protein meals, the combination, will do quite a bit better, but not quite as well as the meal containing the animal protein. Okay, hang on. So why would the complementary plant-based protein, the one that's providing all the essential amino acids, still not do as well as the animal protein meal? I mean, they're both providing an equivalent amount of protein and the right balance of essential amino acids. Yeah, it's a good question. There's quite a few factors. Now, protein quality is affected not just by the, the presence and balance of amino acids. You know, the, the leucine content is a good example. Uh, but also it's influenced by the digestibility uh, of the protein source. Now, plant-based proteins, especially when delivered uh, as whole foods, are simply less digestible than animal-based proteins. Well, finally, we're going to have a definitive answer to this question of whether protein combining offers any benefits. But aside from just scientific curiosity, what would the real-world applications be for this research? How would answering this question help us make healthier food choices? Yeah, right. So our our broad hypothesis is that meals containing a high-quality source of protein, like beef, fish, eggs, dairy, etc., are an effective and efficient way to augment a largely plant-based diet and stimulate muscle protein synthesis. Now, it's, it's clear we would all benefit from consuming more fresh and minimally processed uh, plant-based foods. So we're we're definitely not trying to demonstrate that plant-based foods or diets are unhealthy or impractical. Rather, what we do want to challenge is the the prevalent, the common notion that getting all the essential amino acids over the course of a day is equivalent to getting them at each meal, especially when maintaining lean mass has, has so many important functions and benefits. Right. So those who choose to avoid animal proteins altogether, they may pay a price in terms of muscle protein synthesis, and that may be a price that they're willing to pay for other values. 
But Doug, if your hypothesis is correct, then contrary to some of the conventional wisdom out there, taking some care to combine complementary protein sources in the same meal could actually offer a real advantage. And for those of you who want to know a little bit more about how you would go about that, I have a link in the show notes to a quick guide to complementary protein sources that you can refer to. Doug, I want to thank you for taking some time to talk about this research with us, but you have to promise that you're going to come back on the podcast next year to report your results, will you? My pleasure, Monica. I'd love to. Well, we, we are really um, waiting to hear the outcome of this important research. And thank you so much for, for listening, everyone. You'll find a transcript of today's conversation along with links to a lot of the research that we were talking about at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have questions for me or Doug or comments about this uh, episode today, I hope you'll leave us a comment either on the show's webpage at quickanddirtytips.com or come find me on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. With seven drive modes, Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions.